0: Listen to your heart, your heart is never wrong. Always face the truth, your heart won't lead you more. Welcome to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DC Radio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And I am so excited, grateful blessed, passionate about these conversations that have been inspirational. They've been informative, illuminating, insightful. And my conversation today, you are in for a treat. And as I say to you frequently, get something to write with and something to write on, because I am sure that much will be shared that will just nurture and nourish your soul. My guest today, is the establishmentarian and presiding prelate of Kingdom Fellowship Covenant Ministries, Inc., a synergistic fellowship of Christian churches, ministries and businesses in the United States, the Republic of South Africa and Kenya. He has also impacted ministries in Australia after serving for 35 years as the senior pastor of Kingdom Worship Center in Towson, Maryland and Columbia, Maryland. He retired from the pastorate. He serves as board or council member for a variety of organizations, which include the Council of US Coalition of Apostolic Leaders, the International Coalition of Apostolic Leaders, the Council of Apostolic Fathers, the board for Mark Hanby Ministries, chairman of the board for Kingdom Worship Center, and a board member of Firmus Laboratories and Pharmacy. He's also a member and mentor of the well-known John Maxwell team. After attaining a Bachelor of Science degree in Mathematics from Morgan State University in Baltimore, he furthered his education and currently holds a Master of Theology in Bible Theology from the International Bible Seminary in Orlando, an Honorary Doctorate of Divinity from St. Thomas Christian College, and the Doctorate of Theology from North Carolina College of Theology. He also completed the Summer Leadership Institute, sponsored by Harvard Divinity School's Center for the Study of Values in Public Life. He worked for about 30 years in corporate America in retail service, station development and operations, bank operations, management, sales and marketing, warehousing and distribution, new business development with companies that include Maryland Bank, Maryland National Bank, now Bank of America, Exxon, now ExxonMobil, Carnation Company, Frito-Lay, and Haynes. He's an author of more than 12 publications to include Transformational Thinking, Marketplace, Jesus, and Divine Distinction. He's the founder of the Transformational Thinking Institute and shares this vision and so much more with his lovely wife. Deborah, and they share the blessing of three adult children, two daughters-in-law, and seven grandchildren. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, Archbishop Ralph Dennis, who you all need to know is my dad. And I am his baby girl. Hey Dad.
1: <laughs> hey, baby girl. Bless Let's you. Just establish that at the top. Of the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm glad to be with you. Great to be
0: here. I am so happy. This is my honor. You know, I was just waiting for the right time to invite you because what you all need to know who are listening is that this man is the reason. That soul wealth exists. I'm here to tell you God (laughs) used him to bring me out of a place and to usher me into my healing and into alignment with my assignment and all of the well of wisdom that so many people draw from. It's him. He's here. So, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he's the
1: he's the Thank grandfather you. of soul wealth. I'm the mother. <laughs> he's the grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that honor. I sure appreciate it.
0: Oh my Thank goodness! You. What an honor! what What is your experience, there? How does it feel listening to your bio, your accomplishments? What does that feel like for you? What is your experience when you hear all of the things that you've been so blessed to create and manifest?
1: I have to pause to give God glory for it. It's it's quite humbling, to be honest with you. I, I was born and raised in an uh, agrarian type culture on the farm down on the eastern shore of Maryland. So I have very, very humble beginnings but it shows that God can use any of us if we submit ourselves to him and, and all the glory goes to him. It doesn't make me uh, big headed or high minded or egotistical. Uh, not at all. It's humbling to know that uh, God will use whoever presents themselves before him. Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. Did you always, you know, I'm always fascinated by your resume and your bio and the mathematics, it's the mathematics for me, the mathematician <laughs> that you are. <laughs> like, what? Were you always, you always a mathematician? Like numbers always fascinate you?
1: Always. As far back as I can remember, I loved numbers. I love uh, kind of uh, the, uh, algorithms and uh, uh, scientific theory. So it was the science of math. Is, has always intrig- intrigued me. It really has. And I, I love it even today, even though I've I've forgotten a lot of that I learned, of course, over the years. Cause if you don't practice it, right. <laughs> sometimes you forget it. Uh just like I practice with our wall our, with God. You gotta practice it to remember it and do it well. So uh but uh yes, I I love math, still, still do. Uh and it's always been something God has gifted me to understand quite readily. Yeah.
0: Did you always know that you would be the leader that you are today? Or did that catch you by surprise? Did leadership catch you by surprise?
1: It sneaked up on me, baby girl. It, it really <laughs> did. <laughs> I knew leadership was in my, in my veins. It was part of my DNA. Um, my grandmother uh, was a strong leader. I mm-hmm. think I inherited a lot from her. She was uh, at an early age. If I had a mentor, it probably would have been my grandmother. Uh, I, I sort of think at that time I was her favorite grandchild. <laughs> uh, so much of what I learned about leadership came from her. Mm-hmm. but the, some of the things that the Lord has allowed me to accomplish, I never dreamed that it would be so. Um, and again, I'm humbled by the fact that He would trust me. Mm -hmm. With that kind of responsibility, people are precious in the eyes of the Lord. So to be trusted with people is an honor. Yeah.
0: No, one of the things Mm -hmm. when you said just grateful that God trusts you. One of the things I I remember so many things that you said to me. And it's like when you talk, it's an impression on my heart and. I just kind of tuck it away. Like, I'm going to need that at some point. It'll come back. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come back back to me when when I need it. But at the beginning of Soul Wealth in um, 2014, 2015, and I was just sharing with you what was on my heart, the ideation of Soul Wealth and what I was feeling called to do and who I was feeling called to be in the marketplace. And we'll get to that in a moment. You said to me, I don't know if you remember this, but you said to me, it's an entrusted assignment. Yes, that God has given you access to these
1: women to do this work because God trusts you.
0: You remember saying that to me?
1: I do. I do indeed. I do indeed. I, I matter of fact, I remember the first live uh, meeting that you had that I was invited to speak at. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I, I remember it so very well. Girl uh, talk yeah that's exactly what it was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was amazing and what a setting what a setting so I'm I'm just blessed by the fact that you remember that but not only have you remembered that you have practiced it as such you know it's a trust and when you know that it's a trust you behave like something is valuable not just to you but the one who gave it to you who happens uh-huh. to be the Lord yeah
0: Mm mm-hmm. I'm so grateful just to have your voice in my life and to have the legacy of what you have imparted into me and so many others of your sons and daughters. It is something I highly treasure. I I intend every day and what I am blessed to do in the world and how I'm blessed to show up. In, in my mind's eye and top of mind for me is not just God that, you know, I do what I do to honor you, right? As part of your tree, if you will. Really, it's top of mind for me. You are part of my filter. Like, sure, sure. okay, don't say it like that because um, dad follows you on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> no, or even just the work that I get to do in the world. So I'm really grateful to have you. And you, you've you said in the past, you know, connections matter, relationships matter. And to know that God used you to unlock this oil in my life is such a model that I now get to pay forward. I say to women all the time, who you're connected to matters. Can
1: you talk about fish. that? Talk Absolutely. about why
0: connections
1: matter so much,
0: especially Absolutely. now in this
1: time. Absolutely. I, I, I refer to it frequently as proper alignment. Uh-huh. Who you are aligned with, who you're aligned to matters because it creates fluidity. Uh, that which is met or intended for others, but is also intended to come to others through you. That alignment has to be there. Otherwise, the flow does not complete its purpose. Oh, and, wow. and our purpose obviously has its origin in God. Um, and as whatever God has for us, there, there is a pathway by which it gets to us and then not just get to us, but then gets through us. Mm-hmm. That's the intention to not just get to us, but to get through us unto those that we have been purposed to touch and to influence in in our lives. Each of us has been given a measure of influence. It's called in the Greek, a metron. So we have to be in proper alignment to receive from God through others to ourselves unto those who we're supposed to be touching, speaking in their lives, speaking uh, health, and wealth and success to them, we have to be, have that alignment. So, relationship matters a whole lot. And the more we uh, become conscious of that, the more we have to make sure that we free ourselves from anything that can disrupt that alignment in those relationships.
0: So good, especially now when people <laughs> are looking for distractions, right? Yes. Because they are restless. It requires not only discipline, but I'll say mature decision-making because we live at choice in every moment. And so we have to choose, we have to make a decision not to be pulled out of that alignment by the distractions that are so prevalent and causing so many to be restless. How do you I know the answer, but I want you to tell people. How do you (laughs) stay grounded when so many people are pulling on you? How do you stay grounded as a leader's leader? Because that's who you are. You have many sons and daughters around the world. How do you stay grounded?
1: This may sound like a selfish response, uh, but it really is not. You have to keep yourself in the proper position or you have to prioritize you. Mm -hmm. I cannot be or I cannot optimize who I'm called to be to you if I have not properly honored and recognized who I am to to God and myself first. So I, I have to keep that as a priority. People can overextend you. Uh, And and consequently, when you get overextended and yet you try to respond, that's what leads to what a lot of people call and experience as burnout. Because now you're taking on assignments that are not just not your assignments. We have to be able to categorize and to understand clearly who we are and who we're meant to be to other people. Uh, Folk gotta uh, have the tendency requiring more of you than what you're in their lives to give, and when you try to respond to that demand, it will pull you out of context of who the Creator made you to be, and now you are really on your own. Uh. (laughs) And and nothing nothing comes faster as failure than trying to accomplish something. On your own, without God's grace, without God's leaders leading, without the Holy Spirit empowering you. If you want a fast way to fail, try to do it by yourself.
0: Or do something you're not called to do.
1: Not called to do. Absolutely (laughs) so. Without a doubt. And it takes
0: courage. It takes courage to resist the pull of something that you have the skill to do. But not the assignment
1: to do. <laughs> that that is so true. you You remember the conversation in the Bible where in Matthew chapter four, where uh, Jesus is led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, and Satan says, "If thou be, uh-huh. if yes. thou be kept over and over and uh, and 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 you don't think Jesus had the ability to do that <laughs> but he but he would not allow the enemy to tempt him into uh, performing or taking an assignment that was not his. He did not have to prove himself by taking on an assignment that he did not need. Listen, y'all
0: better write that down. I know y'all want to rewind and write that verbatim and put it on a sticky and put it on your refrigerator, your mirror in the bathroom when you're brushing your teeth, washing your face, whatever. Because in a show me culture yeah, that we are in, yes, it is Easy. Listen, it's it's not easy without the grace of God and without clarity of your assignment. It's not easy to resist that pull, to want to prove, to want to impress others, you know, to, you know, make yourself known. And another thing you've said that I remember, I remember a lot, uh, (laughs) is that Jesus never announced himself.
1: Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Even though he knew who he was at the Mm -hmm. age of 12, he then still submitted to the leadership, the guardianship of Mary and his uh, adopted father, Joseph, went home with them. And because of his submission, the Bible says he grew in wisdom and in knowledge and in favor in favor with God and man because he waited he waited not in, not announcing yourself is is, is a uh, tremendous earmark of, of humility first of all mm-hmm. but it's also a great uh, uh, um, characteristic of those who know who they are and you will know who I am in due time wow. <laughs> so, so I'm not rushing to, I'm not rushing to make you know who I am. In, your, in the season where you are meant to know who I am, you will know me.
0: Wow. <laughs> <Ooh-wee>,
1: hallelujah.
0: <laughs> That's good, y'all. I know y'all throwing your shoes and everything. Listen, that also takes courage.
1: Yes, Waiting
0: takes courage. Scripture says, wait on the Lord. Be yes. of good courage.
1: Yes. And
0: he yes. will strengthen your heart.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We need
0: courage. We need courage to wait. Courage to trust the process.
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: That is so good. And, And there's a lot of birthing. There are a lot of waiting rooms that have been appearing, I'll say, during the pandemic. People are giving birth to so many things. I'm now talking about um, Uh purpose-driven that they didn't even know existed until the world slowed down, stopped, slowed down again. You know, um, purpose is manifesting so tremendously quickly now, which is why I'm so glad that I have you here with us to share. Talk about that process of just trusting the unfolding, right? And not rushing and not getting ahead of God in what your assignment is. Can you just talk about that that patience?
1: We have to embrace uh, and recognize the significance of process in our lives. Process, uh, one of the major components of process is time and timing. If we know who we are, the the process will produce the evidence of that, Uh of the manifestation of that. And again, with that key component being time and experience, experience being what we have to endure, go through, be a part of, uh, embrace with time. So it's it's time and experience that becomes uh, what creates for us the ideal opportunity created by God for us to be known. Jesus was in the earth, but he was not known to be who he was until he himself endured process. Yeah, I'm often amazed by uh, the... Uh, identity, uh, and I'm, I'm going to call this at a, at a risk of your audience, uh, <laughs> not not uh, feeling like I'm blaspheming here, at the identity crisis that even Jesus had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I often talk about it because uh, uh, he himself had uh, had to go through process, and he had to do it because we have to go through process. He had to be touched by everything that we're touched by in order to be the divine, sovereign example to us that he is. So if I go through process, if I have to go through and do a process, Jesus had to do it, too. It's just a matter of me recognizing that fact that he did and he did. And and when I look at the process that Jesus went through, we're, we're grateful that he did it for us. Because we could never endure it for ourselves. But we have our own indigenous processes that we go through. And nobody's process looks the same. Nobody's process is identical. But we all have one. And it produces a witness and manifestation in the earth of who we were predestined to be even before the world was formed. So it's an eternal process, Lord Jesus. <laughs> it never stops, right? Never stops, forever unfilled. See, when we say I be, yeah, that's, that's an eternal evolution. That, that, that has started before the world began and will continue even until the Lord says, well done. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we should learn to, to embrace it Enjoy it. Maximize it. And let it unfold according to the plan and purpose of God on our lives. (laughs) Y'all get
0: up off the floor. I told you. Now y'all see, see? You see me, you see my daddy. This is him. (laughs) You've heard me. You've heard my father, our Ralph Dennis. This is so powerful and so good and so timely. As we're wrapping up here, look, time flies, but this is so powerful. And I know that many will hear and be blessed by this. Share a moment before we, we close. Can you share a moment that after it happened, it changed you forever?
1: something in my life that after it happened, it changed me. for. Oh, yeah.
0: I know you have many, but just pick one.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I, I have many. Um, Oh my God. I, I which one do I share because there are so many, um, I was, I was at the top tier of my career in corporate America.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um, as a young black businessman, destined for the top, had been told that verbally, been told that in writing, been given that in writing uh, with the major fortune. I worked for Fortune One Company. I worked for a Fortune One Company. I worked for a Fortune 25 Company. The worst company I've ever worked for was Fortune 49. <laughs> The worst company I've ever worked for was Fortune 49. This is after college. Of course, in college I worked for, I was trying to just survive, but yes. I'm talking about after I finished school. But I think the 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 great epiphany that I, I want to share is when I lost one job that I was destined to go to the top on because listen to this, because of an accusation that was not true. Mm. A person, a woman of a, another Ethnicity uh-huh. who worked for me, two levels below me, accused me while uh, that I had sexually harassed her, uh-huh. which at that time, sexual harassment was not touching. It, it could you could, it could be very easily. I mean, and probably perhaps still is how you act or react or say or touch, you know, Uh and I'm a, I'm a touchy feely guy. I I love hugs and what have you. And, and I lost that job. I lost that job, but it was a great awakening. It was a great awakening. Uh, As much as I try to prove that I was innocent and that what she's saying was not true. And because there was no witnesses, I could not prove it. And her, her word was accepted beyond mine. But it it was a great awakening not to trust the systems of man. Wow. But to understand who you are in the kingdom of God, which is much greater and more powerful than the systems of men. Period. (laughs) That's good. Yes, 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 and I don't share that with many people. So your audience gets got to tell them. Listen, <laughs> it happens. It
0: happens every show. That it happens every show. Somebody says exactly what you just said verbatim. I have never talked about that, or I don't talk about this often. That is a great place to land this plane. So powerful. Thank so you. powerful. Talk about leaning. Talk about leaning emphatically on the will of God for your life. That's
1: good. Absolutely.
0: That is so good. How can our listeners connect with you? I know you're on Twitter at Ralph L Dennis, and you're on Facebook with your Monday night gathering on Facebook. And where where would you like to
1: direct people who would love to get more of Archbishop Ralph Dennis? Just the two that you just said. I I'm every Monday night at seven o'clock. I am on the Facebook live with uh, what I call apostolic encounter with, mm-hmm. with Ralph Dennis, yes. And of course, I've got some things on YouTube as well. Twitter, I, I don't do a lot on Twitter. Uh, I never mastered Twitter, it seems like to me. <laughs> but, uh, but, and of course, uh, I, I do a lot of preaching and teaching, around, particularly around the Del Delmarva Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as they hear about it, uh, and you happen to be in somewhere where I am, come up to me. Let me know who you are. I love meeting new people. Yeah. I am a people person. So if some of your audience happen to ever be where I may be speaking or teaching or preaching, just come up and introduce yourself. I'll be more than happy to meet you. Awesome,
0: and say I heard
1: you, and you were talking to your daughter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: for those of you listening, just Google him. He's Googleable. Listen, just go to Google and type in his name. Dad, thank you so much for my being pleasure. here with me on the Soul Wealth Radio Show on 96.3 HD4 and DCradio.gov. You all please visit my website, VickyJohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky, And Vicky is V-I-K-K-I. Listen. Soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live on purpose, live with intention. Don't trust the systems of man, but lean emphatically on the wisdom of God in your life. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit vickijohnson.com or click on Soul Wealth at dcradio.gov.